Hello, everyone, and welcome to A Prisoner's Pardon Podcast, a weekly podcast designed to help you put aside any doubts to the realness of spiritual prisons. As always, what these prisons look like and their dynamics will be the topic with the end goal to help anyone escape using the insight that will be brought to you here. Michi J will be your host, and she's the author of the book A Prisoner's Pardon, which this podcast is an outgrowth of. Please be advised this show will be only giving an account of personal experiences and testimonies. Each individual is different and in no way advising how to specifically address a particular person's situation. We ask that you always seek the advice of a pastor and or other authority for assistance. Now, let's jump into today's episode. Hello everyone, this is Michi J, and you're here on a Prisoner's Pardon podcast. Guess what, guys? We have a guest here. His name is Paul Silva, and he's out of New York City, and he is a life coach, and he's been doing this for over 30 years in the area. He's worked with uh, couples as well as singles, as well as business people um, um, since that time, and he's a financial counselor, but he's retired now because what he says is, um, instead of helping people how to make a living, which is working with them on how to make a life. Now, welcome, Paul. How are you today? I'm doing great. How about yourself, Michelle? Okay, I'm doing great. I thank you for asking here, and thank you for joining us here on the show. Oh, well, thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Okay. Now, Paul, again, uh, Paul is a life coach, and what we talk about here is spiritual prisons. And Paul has worked with a lot of different individuals, and he is here to testify to some of the the spiritual prisons that he's seen while working with um, the people, um, just helping them through their spiritual difficulties. So go ahead. Okay, great. Uh, Well, first, let me just back up a little bit and say that that long stretch of time um, that you referred to me as a, a financial counselor Um, that was before I retired. And I learned a lot about people during all that period of time. But one of the things I learned is that many of them are doing jobs or pursuing careers that are not aimed at their gifts and talents. Hmm. Uh, And I myself experienced that. You know, I mean, I was a philosophy major who ended up going into the insurance business because they would hire me. No better reason than that. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> had nothing to do with what I was interested in or whatever. And I ended up getting stuck there for 30 years. Right wow. Now that I'm retired, I'm trying to help people identify what God built into them as a unique creature of his, the gifts and the talents that he gave them, because that's the best indicator of what their purpose is according to his agenda instead of according to the economic agenda of what do I have to do to make a living and pay my bills? Exactly. I can identify with that. And I'm sure plenty in our audience can identify with that too. Instead of working in um, their God-giving gift, their, what the dream that God has given them, they instead got sidetracked and possibly just set in a type of prison, because I know I hear almost every day, I'm like, how are you doing? Um, living a dream. I'm just living the dream. <laughs> and it's, yeah. it's like, no, I don't think you're living a dream. There, it's just a cliche that they say when they when they feel that they're locked up. 
you know, they're in prison. They're not there because they want to be there. So, and that's a good point. So, so you're, what you're saying is, what you've been seeing a lot is people in a spiritual prison in their jobs because they haven't stepped out in faith and believing God to provide for them in that spiritual gift area. And that just, um, uh, I do provide a questionnaire to see if you're in a, a spiritual prison. And that's one of the um, questions is, do you find, did you, are you working in your gifted area? Do you find that you're trapped in a, a particular position? And, um, and what, what, what does that look like? And that is something that everybody needs to examine because I think that um, when we're not working in our gifted area, we, we, we can't, we're not fulfilling a mission that God has given us. And um, I see, you know, the devastation of it all around us because if, you know, how the world is now and the culture is now, um, uh, it's a lot of darkness and it's because we are not walking in the light as we should. So what are some, what, what exactly have you heard some of your, your um, the people you work with say um, in other cases, um, not just their job and how do they, how do they feel about um, walking out in faith? What do you tell them when they, when you see them in that sort of a trap? Well, in my podcast and in my internet course and in basically all the work that I do, I refer to it more as discipleship and mentoring than life coaching. Right? Okay. And to answer your question about, you know, what do I hear them saying is things like, I'm frustrated. I'm, I'm not growing spiritually. I'm, and I'm like stuck in the same place and it seems kind of shallow. I've been going to church for 20 years and I don't have any more of an idea of what I'm supposed to be doing for God than I did 20 years ago. Wow. So that's why I encourage them to take my course. And I'm not, you know, just here to try to promote that, but it's the answer to the question in my mind, right? Is that if you're not getting what you want out of your relationship with Jesus, it's not his fault. And I don't mean to say it's your fault. So let's blame it on, on culture. All culture teaches us is if you went to college, it was how to be a better employee. If you didn't go to college, it's schooling is about being an employee. Mm -hmm. My approach to things is it's much more fulfilling to you as an individual to discover what gifts and talents God gave you and let them guide you instead of like a guidance counselor in the high school says, oh, you're good with your hands. So, you know, you should go into a manufacturing job, right? Or you can read and write. So maybe you should go to a liberal arts school. <laughs> but either one of them can be a trap. And, and I like how you use the expression of a spiritual prison because anything that stands between you and growing a deeper relationship with Jesus is being in prison. And he is a liberator. He wants you free. Mm -hmm. Exactly. He says, the truth shall set you free. And one thing is, is it, 
too late. Do you think it's too late for anyone to get out of this type of a prison? You know? As a matter of fact, I've chosen to focus on people who are already more mature in terms of age. Right? <laughs> and uh, because I myself, I, I was active in the church and, and all of that for years. But it wasn't until I got to that pivot point where because of a, a combined disability and, and retirement, my time was freed up to pursue what I'd really rather have been doing all those years. Mm -hmm. Wow, that's um, because I think it's many of in my audience that it, that's mature, and they feel like they're stuck and it's too late. So it's not too late. I, I can't encourage your people enough to forget about that. I'm 67 years old. Mm -hmm. I only started uh, developing this course four years ago. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, one of my favorite guys uh, um, is 80 years old okay sharp as a tack works yeah. hard every day you know if if you're let's say you're 70 all right and you're just now reaching the point where you've accomplished your economic goals to the point where you have the freedom economically speaking to use your time for whatever you want that could be 10 years. How many lives can you impact in 10 years? Tons. You could do more in the next 10 years of your life as a 70-year-old than the people who are coasting from 30 to 65 just to get to a pension. Mm -hmm. So, so it's what, not, not too late. <laughs> yeah, oh, definitely. So what's holding a person back usually at times is fear. So and God, and Jesus said, all through the Bible, fear not, fear not, fear not. So it's not just nothing when you're doing that. And what you're doing is you're not trusting God. I'd agree with that. If, if I have to compare my plan to his plan, I'm pretty sure his plan is better for me than mm -hmm. my own. Right. But I have to trust him to submit to it. Mm -hmm in order to act on it and be able to benefit from the fruits of that. Right. So we find ourselves at times in these spiritual prisons because we're not trusting God. Because yeah. we're not trusting him. And that's not, that's a sin. That's a sin it because is. It is. he doesn't want to be treated like he's a liar. And I know when I, when I started really looking at it that way, that really, really convicted me that I would trust more in the devil. <laughs> and yeah. You don't look at it like that. You're, you're trusting more that he is so good at what he do. He's, doing, he's good at what he does do. And that is binding you up and holding you back and putting the fear in you to not step out in faith and believe God. But you have to believe um, God have more faith in him, but in, when you're not, it's it's not nothing. It's, you know, how do you feel if you keep telling me the same thing that he, he left his word and our inheritance, we have the Holy Spirit. We have all the resources that we need. And when God showed me that, and he said, well, 
you know how you talk about someone, oh, they have all the resources. Why come they're not doing this and that? And, you know, and God convicted me. The Holy Spirit convicted me. And it was like, you have all the resources. Why haven't you moved forward? So this is a really, really um, important thing to think about when you're, it's not nothing like that you're not spiritually growing and having the fruit because other people around you are being affected. Your family, um, I've seen where um, you're unable to help your family or pray for your family and be in that position because you're not walking out in faith. You're not living what you're, what you're preaching. So it's, it's not, I'm not saying it's easy, but it should be being done. We should be growing in our, um, in our spiritual um, gift in what, we, what we're doing. So it's, I, I'm here to say, like Paul is saying here, that he's seen it, how, how many times have you seen it? Do you see it a lot? Do you see it a lot, Paul? This, this same thing where people are in type of a prisons and in the, your the lack of trust issue? Yeah. yeah, the lack of trust issue is huge. It's 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 all over the place, and even people who trust God in some basic ways uh, haven't gotten to the point of what I call discipleship. And to me, you know what the definitional difference between just a mere convert, somebody who believes, somebody who is saved, okay, mm-hmm. but they're not a disciple, is because mm-hmm. my definition of disciple is that's a person who is following Jesus submitted to his will there's a difference between calling him god and calling him lord if you know what i mean right mm-hmm. if he's the lord of your life his agenda comes before your agenda and that takes an awful lot of trust because mm-hmm. the world around us and culture and our education system has taught us to try to rely on ourselves which yeah. you and i know relying on yourself is a sin and I'm going to put a definition to that too, if you don't mind. Sin is so packed with shame connotations when in fact, what it really means is just to miss the mark, to go a little to the left or a little to the right. And God is perfectly willing to course correct if you're listening to him, right? So living a life that's below your privilege is a sin only in that you're off the path that he had designed for you. And you know what, when you say that, I think about, there's no gray area here. It's black or white here. It's like God says there's blessing or cursing. It's not going to like, well, I just get a little bit. No, it's like you're going to be immensely rich in the inheritance that he's giving you. Or you're going to be cursed over here. You know, that's how God is not playing. He's not playing that middle of the road settling stuff. He has so much for each and every one of us. And sometimes we're in these prisons because we we are failing to take the resources that he's given us and appropriate. That means to use it, which is a key to unlock the door and walk out of those things. And, but you have all your Christian your uh, fellow Christian believers that can help you. So you're not alone when you're doing this. And it's it can be scary at first, but once you step out, right? He said, you draw yeah. closer to me, 
I'll draw closer to you. So I don't know if you're like me, you know, at first I was like, I had to see the whole plan, you know, had it all laid out, but it don't work like that. <laughs> no, <laughs> and it's a good thing it doesn't because if, if he did show us our entire future all at once, it'd blow our mind and we wouldn't even do anything. Mm-hmm. He only right. reveals what you need to know to make the next step on his path. Right. And that's all you need to do. Take that right. step. Because mm-hmm. obedience is important. You, you got to take the step. If, if you can hear him and you're not doing it, then you're not going to be given another instruction. Right. It's that when that window of opportunity comes, or, you know, I think about when he, when it's our daily bread, you know, like trying to give us a whole week's worth. And it's like this step by step, just a little bit at a time. And he reveals it. And you really, to me, I think of it just like a blind person. You ever seen a blind person and they have to be guided at times? And I, I just look mm-hmm. at how that's how God possibly just guides us. I know when when the Israelites were in the wilderness, they had what? The cloud, um, the cloud by day. Yeah, the pillar of fire and the cloud by night. Yeah. 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 Okay. We are being led. And that, right. and that is what Jesus promised us about sending the Holy Spirit. He will lead us into all truth. Right. Just like, just like a horse, you can lead him to water, but you can't make him drink. <laughs> we have to actually follow him in order mm-hmm. to see what, what's next on the path. Yeah, and I just heard, I forget who I was listening to. He leads you. I'm, he's not, you're not carrying. He's leading. <laughs> so you mm-hmm. have to participate. And you can't have this victim mentality like they're trying to um instigate all over the place everybody wants to be a victim you know god he said we are um we are overcomers he's not that's not the nature or the mindset that we should be thinking or but this culture is totally wanting to be victim i'm the victim 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 so give me give me give me or excuse me here god is saying no you know, you are more than an um, overcomer. So we have to switch our mindset. That means that you have to get out of these spiritual prisons. He's giving you all the resources. Now you just need to apply them because when Christ was on the cross, he said, tell the last die, it's finished. That means we have everything we need. He gave us the pardon. Now we just have to, uh, our testimony is walking out in faith and believing God for um, the the job that he's giving given us and just believing that he's going to provide for us and not depend on the government or um, some other person or what's in your account that he, he will provide for us. So is there anything else you want to say to our audience, uh, to my audience here, um, Paul, about spiritual prisons and your experiences with it and what you are doing in your uh, profession? Well, you've brought up so many good points and I'd like to answer them all. So this could go on forever, but to think of one, one last point. All right. Um, And I don't know your audience as intimately as you do. Uh, but I hear you making reference to them being in a spiritual prison a lot. Okay. So I, I would say one thing about that. The way out of prison, okay, 
you don't have to kick down the wall. He's already kicked down the wall. You just have to walk past it mm -hmm. to get out into the rest of the world where he wants you to be his feet and hands in the world in whatever way he's talented you to do that. Mm -hmm. You don't have to stay in prison. <laughs> it's just a matter of deciding I'm going to accept the gift he gave yep. and use it. And you go out and you try and, you know, he's going to help you out. <laughs> like Moses said, uh, who am I to argue with Pharaoh? Right? Says, no, 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 you're, you're missing the point. It's not you. It's me. I'll give you the words. Mm. Right? Yep. I, I like that's a good point because it's, it's not about us. It's about him. It's, it's his battle. It's for his for him to be glorified, and it's up to him. Um, he's going to provide all the resources that he's sending us, yeah. providing the resources. I've been on jobs myself where I've been sent somewhere, and they provided where I was staying. They fed me because they were the one that sent me. You know, you expense it off and everything. And that's the same thing what God does for us when he's sending us off to do his will. So, well... Well, that's it for today, folks. I, I hope you enjoyed our show. I know you enjoyed Paul. I know I did. She said some very, very insightful things. So thank you for listening and God bless. Okay, God bless. Thank you for listening to A Prisoner's Pardon Podcast with Mishi J. We pray that you've been blessed by today's episode. We ask that you please rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Don't wait. Subscribe now so you'll be automatically notified when a new show is aired. Because it very well may have been the show that gives you the answers you've been searching for. Now, if you suspect you're in a spiritual prison, Mishi J has provided a questionnaire on how to tell if you're in one. Free of charge, she's providing this to our listeners. Just go to the episode show notes and download this valuable resource. Now, until our next inspiring show, God bless.